Father, thank you for never letting go, for always being there in our life, in every day, in every moment, in every breath. We pray this morning that you would just fill this room, touch hearts, move minds. Father, help us to let this be a time when we can get connected to you and know your overwhelming love for us, the forgiveness that you bring, and the incredible life you offer in Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go ahead and have a seat this morning. Remember, it's kids' camp time, so if you've got a young person you want to send to kids' camp, head them on out there. Otherwise, they can stay here. That's great. While the band uh, finds a seat as well here. Okay, we uh, continue this morning in uh, in our uh, jump series, and uh, we've been talking about how one uh, jumps into the life that uh, God uh, wants for you. And uh, remember, we started out just talking about you know jumping into whatever that purpose is that God has in your life. And then uh, last week talking about uh, jumping into whatever it is that Christ is asking you to do and just trusting uh, because he asked, that's enough, right? So today we take uh, take another step and it's about jumping into uh, getting connections going uh, in your life. And to understand uh, what we're going to talk about this morning, uh, you, need, you just need to grab hold with a basic biblical understanding uh, that says we were made for relationships. We were just simply made for relationships. It's the way we're wired. Let me give you a, an illustration. It's uh, Sophie and Shirley. They're two elderly widows, and they live in uh, one of those retirement communities down there in Florida. And uh, a new resident has moved in, happens to be a man, and uh, they've been kind of watching him for days, weeks now, and uh, talking about him and can't quite figure him out. So finally they get talking to one another and Shirley uh, says to Sophie, Sophie, uh, you know I'm shy, so why don't you go over to him when he's at the pool and and find out a little bit about him. Uh, He looks really lonely anyway. So Sophie agrees. Later that day she's at the pool uh, with her friend uh, Shirley and lo and behold this man shows up at the pool too. So uh, she walks over to him and she says, Excuse me, mister, but uh, I hope I'm not prying too much, but my friend and I uh, were wondering uh, why you look so lonely. And the man responded, Well, of course I'm lonely. He says, I've spent the past 20 years in prison. A little shocked at that, she says, You're kidding! What for? He says, Well, for killing my third wife. I strangled her. Well... What happened to your second wife, she asked. Well, I shot her. Well, can I ask what happened to your first wife? Well, we had a little fight and she fell off a bridge. Oh, my, says Sophie. Then she turned to her friend Shirley, who was on the other side of the pool, waving and yelling, and says, You're not going to believe this, Shirley. He's single. Well, what does that say about us, right? Well, you know, we look past a lot of stuff, don't we? We look past a lot of stuff in other people's lives. Why? Well, because we're just wired to have relationship. It's part of who we are. We need to be in experiences of connectedness with, with other people. The Scripture tells us this. If we go back into Genesis 2, 
It says we're made for relationships. It says in there, the Lord God said, it isn't good for the man to live alone. I need to make a suitable partner for him. What did you just learn? Well, hopefully you learned we're made for relationship, right? We're made for each other. We're made for relationship. Now, this is not a commentary, by the way, that says, you know, everybody needs to go get married tomorrow. No, it's being single is great. The Apostle Paul reaffirms that. Uh, what this is telling us is that when God made us, He made us to be in relationship with Him. But that relationship with Him gets translated into relationships with other people, right? And it takes people. We can go back into the text, and it says... Uh, so the Lord uh, took some soil, made animals and birds, and he brought them to the man to see what names he would give each of them. And then the man named the tame animals and the birds and the wild animals. That's how they got their names. But notice this one. None of these were the right kind of partner for the man. What did you just learn? Well, you know, it's great to have a dog. It's great to have a cat. You know, it's good to have all, great relationships. With, but they just aren't fulfilling like having the connectedness with another person right so you know you got a dog you got a cat that's fantastic don't bring him to my house by the way uh don't don't do that but you know if you want to come to my house and get connected that's awesome right see we're made for being connected with one another now here's the interesting that thing that happens when you put jesus christ into the world and you receive jesus christ as your lord another thing happens. You get remade. And when you get remade in the image of Christ, you get remade for relationships with spiritual purpose. You see, the first part in the Old Testament is just acknowledging we're made for relationships, but those can be any kinds of relationships, just connecting with people, right? But when you get remade in Christ... Now, all of a sudden, our relationships are elevated and our relationships become relationships surrounded by spiritual purpose. Let's look at a text. If you go to the experience in the book of uh, Acts and we see how people get remade right away, it says, on the, that day, this is the <coughs> excuse me, Pentecost day, on that day, about 3,000 believed in his message and were baptized. So on Pentecost Day, 3,000 people received Christ, right? They got remade. You with me? Now look what happens to them once they get remade into the image of Christ. Look what happens to their relationships. They spent their time learning from the apostles. And they were like family to each other. They also broke bread and prayed together. Everyone was amazed by the many miracles and wonders that the apostles worked. Is something happening in their relationships? Absolutely. There is now some spiritual significance that's taking place in their relationships. They are learning the Word of God from the apostles. Right? They are, they are making connections with one another to the point that they would look at themselves and say, Man, we are like family. Right? We are like family with one another. And then look at the stuff that happens. They're worshiping together and there's miracles taking place. There is spiritual things going on in their connectedness and in their relationships. When you receive Christ, your relationships get elevated. 
And relationships become connections where spiritual purpose can unfold. We can see it if we follow the text even further. It says, All the Lord's followers often met together and they shared everything they had. They would sell their property and possessions and give the money to whoever needed it. Is there a shift going on in their life? You see that? Now they're doing things that are spiritually significant. They are impacting other people's lives. Remember that as we move on. Day after day, they met together in the temple. They broke bread together in different homes and shared their food happily and freely while praising God. Now look where this is taking place and how often. It said day by day. How often? Not just once a week. I'm loving it that you're here once a week. Don't misunderstand. You know, show up next week, will you? I'm loving it that you're here once a week. But getting connected in spiritual significant relationships has to happen more than just once a week. They were doing it day by day. When you start getting connected with other followers of Christ, a new spiritual purpose enters into those relationships and things start to happen. It says, everyone liked them, and each day the Lord added to their group others who were being saved. Were things happening? Absolutely. You see that? And notice, where were they gathering? It says at one point they were gathering day after day at the temple, but they were also gathering day after day where? In their homes. Did you see that? Yeah. This is a fantastic room. This is an awesome building that we built just for you, right? For God to do spiritual things in your life and the lives of other people. But you know what? It can happen in your home too. It can happen in your home. That God is not bound to one place. He is bound to the connectedness of God's people. When we get together, followers of Christ get together, our relationships take on a spiritual purpose. Let me show you how that unfolds. When you get together and you get connected with other Christians, that spiritual purpose now becomes, number one, to just grow you, to grow you in in your faith. If you go to Matthew 18, it says, Wherever two or three of you come together in my name, I am there with you. What happens when two or three people who are followers of Christ get together in Christ's name? Jesus shows up. You see that? See, when you get connected with other followers of Christ, you get elevated in that relationship of spiritual significance together, and Christ shows up. You start getting fed and encouraged by the repeated presence of Christ in your life. And that's going to elevate your life. Let me give you an example. Do you remember those guys called apostles? You know, Matthew, Mark, James, all those guys. Would you, would you agree with me that they did some spiritually significant things in this world? You would, right? I see some heads at least a few of it going up and down, right? Absolutely. I mean, we would not be here if they didn't do some spiritually significant things. They were connected. And what happened in their connection? They spent day after day after day after day in the presence of Jesus. And that empowered them, grew them, to become spiritually significant people. See how it works? Now, were they flawless? 
Nah, they had their mistakes and their problems. They didn't do everything right. They messed up once in a while. They were unfaithful once in a while. It doesn't make you perfect. It makes you spiritually significant. You see the difference? When we get connected together in that spiritual connectedness, in that spiritual purpose, now Jesus becomes present in that experience, and we can begin getting strengthened in our faith to make jumps, to make jumps into whatever it is that God wants us to do. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Colossians, and he encouraged them in this way. He encouraged them saying this, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in, our, in your hearts. What's going on with the Colossians? They're getting together. Christ is being present. And all of a sudden, they are getting rich in the presence and the wisdom of God in their life. See what happens when we get connected? When we get connected, now all of a sudden, our lives take on a new kind of spiritual significance. C.S. Lewis, pretty smart guy, he said it this way. Christ works on us in all sorts of ways. But above all, He works on us through each other. Men are mirrors or carriers of Christ to other men. See how it works? How vital is it for us to understand not only were we made for relationship, but we were remade to be connected to one another in spiritual significance. And when we do that, it's because Christ shows up. And when Christ shows up, He enriches our life, He grows our faith, and He empowers us to be able to make that jump, whatever that jump is, that clean the nets. So what is he empowers us to be able to take that step, make that jump. Remember, we looked at Peter walking on the water, right? How could he make that walk? How could he make that step? Because he saw Jesus present. And when he kept his eyes on Jesus, when he kept his eyes on the presence of Jesus, he could make the step. Same for you. Same for us. When Jesus is present in our connectedness, we can start making those kinds of jumps. It's going to be easy. There's going to be some anxiety. There's going to be some doubt. There's going to be some questioning. And that's even more important why we need to be connected to one another. Second step. When we get connected, one of the spiritual purposes that starts happening is we get strengthened because we get cared for by fellow Christians. We get in these relationships of spiritual significance, and now we start getting that kind of spiritual care poured into our lives. Ecclesiastes is pretty clear. It says it this way. You are better off to have a friend than to be alone because then you will get more enjoyment out of what you earn. If you fall, your friend can help you up. But if you fall without having a friend nearby, you're really in trouble. If you sleep alone, you won't have anyone to keep you warm on a cold night. Someone might be able to beat up on you, but not both of you. As the saying goes, a rope made from three strands of cord is hard to break. What's he trying to get through to us? 
So you're going to have anxiety and you're going to have all kinds of fear and trepidation as you go to take the steps and the jumps that God wants you to make in your life. But when you surround yourself with the right people, when you get connected with other Christians who are in this spiritually significant relationship with you, they can give you that kind of strength. They can bind with you and give you that kind of strength to go ahead and be able to move forward. See, one of the challenges for us right now here at Christ Church is, hey, we're growing, and that's absolutely awesome. That's fantastic. God is doing great stuff. But one of the challenges of that is we know on Sunday morning now, we're not going to have the opportunity to have those kinds of connected relationships. I mean, it just can't work. There's too many of you. Now, that doesn't mean stay away, right? What it means is we've got to learn we're not going to have the same kind of Sunday morning experience. It's going to be different. And it makes it even more important for us to get connected for the rest of the week. Because when we get connected beyond the Sunday morning experience, that's how other Christians, other people of faith, can pour into our lives. How they can care for us and how they can strengthen us. And we know that Jesus expects us to do that. We've got a whole list of, uh, of commands in the Scripture that are called the, the one another commands. You know, do this to one another. Those commands Jesus makes, I'll just read them quick for you. John 13, 35. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Romans 14. Therefore let us uh, stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind and not put any stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. Romans 15. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. And finally, Romans 16. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Now, all of those talk about our relationship, right? About our getting connected with one another. And when we get connected, we can also strengthen one another and we can care for one another. When we do that, there's also some spiritual stuff that just goes on. And that spiritual stuff is what creates life change. Right? We've been talking two weeks now about a jump some jumps that you're going to have to make in your life. Jumping into God's purpose, right? We're talking about jumping and to get your life around whatever it is He's asking and putting on your heart. Significant to making that jump now is being able to have the life change that it's calling for, right? He's pushing you. He's stretching you. He's calling you into being something more. How do you make that life change? You don't make it alone, you don't make it alone. You make it when you get connected into this spiritually significant relationship. Proverbs 27 gives us a good image. Ready? Proverbs 27. Just as iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen the minds of each other. How important is it for you to be connected to another person in Christ? See that? If you want to make a life change... If you want to make the jump that God's calling you to make that causes that kind of life change, you need somebody else in your life that's spiritually significant. Because they're going to be your accountability partner. They're going to be the one that gives you encouragement and strength. They're going to be the one that comes alongside of you and interacts with you in that spiritual purpose to be able to give you the opportunity to move forward. Matthew 18. Maybe this will help. Matthew 18 says... I promise you that God in heaven will allow whatever you allow on earth, but he will not allow anything you don't allow. 
Now notice verse 19. I promise that when any two of you, how many? Two of you. That inherently calls for a connection, doesn't it? Two of you. And not just anybody. Two of you who are confident in Christ. Two of you have been remade into the image of Christ. When any two of you in Christ agree on earth about something you are praying for, my Father in heaven will do it for you. If you're going to make the jump that creates life change, you've got to bring somebody alongside you, get spiritually connected in significance, and get them praying for you and encouraging you and sharing all kinds of wisdom with you. You understand how it works? Here's what it meant for me, right? You're going to see next week we get to jump out of the plane. You get to see that, right? But you, you saw this morning uh, I didn't end up jumping with John. I ended up jumping with Chris. But um, one of the key things when I made that jump, all I had to do was get connected to the right person in four places. One here, one here, one here, and one here. Okay? That's all I needed, Right? All I had to do was listen and hear a click, a click, a click, and a click. And I knew I was connected to the right person. Why? Well, John had already made 1,200 jumps. The guy I jumped with, Chris, this guy had been jumping since he was 14 years old. 14 years old. He's been jumping out of planes since he was 14 years old. Now, let me ask you, who do you want to connect with? The guy who's going out of the plane for the first time in his life or somebody who's been doing it since he's 14 years old? Pretty easy, right? The same thing in our spiritual walk. See, if God's putting a jump in front of you, okay, he's laying something on your heart. Get connected to the right spiritually significant person that God needs to bring into your life. Get connected. If you want your marriage to be something more, it's not where God wants it to be. Look around. Look at other married couples in Christ. Find some other couples that you say... Wow, they have an awesome marriage. How do they do that? I don't know. Go get connected. Go get connected with them and find out. Right? Or you, you look at another family and they got some awesome kids and you're struggling with your kids. You say, How do they do that? Go get connected. Right? In all kinds of places. Whatever the jump is that God's challenging you with, look around the body of Christ and find those people that you need to just get clicked onto, that you need to get connected with. And let them bring that kind of wisdom and spiritual significance into your relationship. And that's what fortifies you for the jump. You see, you don't have to jump alone. I mean, that would have been ridiculous for me, right? I mean, it would have been, especially since he had the parachute on his back. I didn't have one on my back, right? I mean, that would have been ridiculous, right? You don't do that. You don't jump out without a parachute. No, you get connected to the person with a parachute. It's the same way for us. When God puts those jumps in our lives, we got to look around the body of Christ and know God has provided that person. They're out there. God has provided that person. But it takes us coming into spiritual, significant relationship with them and getting connected. And when we do, we can have our faith grow. When we do, we can have wisdom grow. When we do, we get strength and we get cared for. And when we do, life change life change. The one life change that God wants to accomplish can happen. Now, here's what's really cool. You ready? Final step. When we get connected in these spiritual relationships, it's not only that life change happens to us. 
when we get connected in these spiritually significant relationships, we become those who also impact others and bring life change into their life. Let's go back to the scripture. First Peter. First Peter says, Come to Jesus Christ. He is the living stone that people have rejected, which God has chosen and highly honored. Now look at verse 5. And now you, who's he talking about? You, right? If you're a follower in Christ, now you are living stones that are being used to build a spiritual house. Are you being used? Yes. For what? You're being used to make spiritual impact for the kingdom of heaven in other people's lives. You are also a group of holy priests, and with the help of Jesus Christ, you will offer sacrifice that pleases God. When we get connected with one another in these spiritually significant relationships, it not only empowers us to have our life change, but it brings us to a place where we can really impact other people. We can make a difference in other people's lives when we bind ourselves together. The illustration of that would be from a, a, a Peanuts a cartoon with uh, Lucy and Linus. Lucy comes walking into uh, the family room and Linus is watching TV. And uh, Lucy comes in and demands that Linus change the channel on the TV. You know how significant of a challenge that is, right? I'm watching this. She comes in. No, you've got to start watching this. Linus turns to Lucy and says, What makes you think you can walk right in here and take over? Lucy responds, These five fingers. Individually, they are nothing. But when I curl them together like this into a single unit, they form a weapon that is terrible to behold. Linus responds, What channel do you want? Turning away, he looks at his own fingers and says, why can't you guys get organized like that? Right? You see, when we, when we get connected in those spiritually significant relationships, we get connected to the presence of Christ and a power, a power that can not only create life change in our lives, but it can impact other people. We can change, impact other people's lives, and we're supposed to do it. We know this. This is the responsibility we have. James 1, can't make it more clear. Religion that pleases God the Father must be pure and spotless. You must help needy orphans and widows and not let this world make you evil. Are we supposed to be doing something for other people? You see it? You see, when we get connected, when we get spiritually connected, we can begin to do things that God has dreamed about. We can change other people's lives. You know people in your life right now who need to make a jump, just the first jump. They need to make the jump that says Jesus Christ is the Lord of life. You need to get connected with some other folks in the faith and start praying over those people. You need to get the presence of Christ working in your life in connection with other Christians and just start praying for the power of God. Start working in those disconnected people's lives. And God will create the opportunity for you to make the jump and start impacting them and start sharing with them what Jesus Christ means to you. You see, this can happen because 
connectedness, spiritual connectedness, keeps us and puts us on purpose. That's the final point. When we stay in this kind of relationship, when we stay in the spiritual connected relationship, we stay on our purpose. Hebrews 10. Let us not give up meeting together. What's the encouragement? It means you ought to be meeting together, right? I mean, if you're not going to, let's not give it up. It means you're doing it, right? So the encouragement is, look, we ought to be doing this. And don't stop doing it. You ought to be doing this. Don't stop doing it. And I know it's really easy for you. And 